fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. <laughs> Me again. And so here I was just, you know, enjoying, enjoying my time, you know, relaxing. And I get this notification in my email from FetLife of a boy. Yes, a boy who messages me and he says, <clears throat> I read your profile. I seen you're looking for a rigor. I'm not that, but I want to get to know you a little more. I'm looking for a sub, someone I can play with and have my way with. Let me know if you're interested in. <laughs> I love shit like this. It is such a great learning opportunity for us all. <laughs> so first of all, I would like to point out that it's very important that if someone has specifically what they're looking for on their profile and you're not it, don't message them with a different proposition. <laughs> this isn't a negotiation. I'm not looking for an umbrella. <laughs> of I'm, I'm looking for a specific thing. <laughs> and if you're not it, why the fuck are you messaging me? And then I had the privilege of going to his profile which I personally thought was absolutely love, love this profile. His about says, I'm a dom master looking for a submissive girl, someone I can use and have my way with. Being a dom master, I'm a bit possessive. However, I respect boundaries and rules. This is because I don't want to see any woman damaged either physically or emotionally. Also, if we enter a relationship, I will buy you a collar. Oh boy. <laughs> Every submissive reading this profile is going to be like, oh, he's gonna buy me a collar so this went on a wild rant in my brain where i said i need to teach the world in fact i'm going to personally send this boy <laughs> this link to this fucking podcast episode and tell him some information of collars <laughs> and what they fucking mean so you could literally just google like like collar BDSM and find some very valuable information. Like I literally just looked it up and, you know, you can find a website right off the hop, what they mean and why there's different kinds of colors or, you know, different relationships associated to. And, you know, there's, there's, there's training collars there's protection collars, there's play collars, there's day collars, there's permanent collars, there's all kinds. And majority of the time, these are not seen as a flippant, here you go, I'm going to collar you now, and you're mine. <laughs> no, no, there is trust both ways. If you are a submissive and you do not know this yet, this is very important information for you to hear. Do not let anyone collar you unless they have the right and the responsibility of what that fucking collar means. You know, you are giving up so much freedom and so much of yourself. And for what? For what purpose? And I think if you, 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 re, you need to figure that out for you, like what that means to you for sure. But in the kink world, collars are very highly respected and they are known or seen as wedding rings. It is not, it's not something you just throw on someone. I would never put on a collar on someone and, you know, like, be like, you're mine. 
Never, ever. I have friends who wear collars. Do I pull on them? Sure. Most of them don't wear the collars as a collar. They usually just wear it as a necklace because they think they look cute and they like to look slutty in public and people usually eye you up if you're wearing a collar. And most of the girls that I hang out with aren't really all that kinky. They just do that for fun. And however, if you're actually in the kink scene and you're actually a submissive or you're looking for a submissive, let's talk about some different types of collars. If you're considering being in a master-slave relationship, you should really go into depth. I'm going to actually do an entire episode, and I think I'm going to seek for um, a master that is a very respectable master in the community and have a very good discussion about what a master-slave relationship actually looks like and what actually happens. And it's, it's, it's so different. And if you have... If you have a collar, most of us see it as a wedding ring. It is a big decision. It is not something to take lightly. And it's never something that you should put on with like, oh, I've been playing with this person a couple times kind of thing. No, no, no. Some people, it go in, goes in steps. It's kind of, if you were to compare it to a relationship elevator of a promise ring, there's things called training collars. And these training collars, well, you know, the submissive has to be properly trained before she is like owned. It's kind of like drive test driving a car, you know, but for a long period of time, um, which is a poor analogy, but you know, you, you need to be able to train your submissive. You can't collar your submissive and be like, you're mine. You're going to do everything I say, but the submissive doesn't entirely or slave doesn't entirely know what all that entails or what is expected of her. Um, you know, and in order to do that, you need experience together. You need time together. You need to play together. You need to go through shit together. You don't just like go and go on a first date and ask the girl to marry you. Would you? No, 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 no. (laughs) Even a few months in, you'd be like, well, you know, unless it was like a wild whirlwind romance, if it was a wild whirlwind, perfect master slave relationship, then okay, fine. I mean, time is irrelevant in some situations. However, you know, it's to be respected and it's not so common that you just throw on a collar on anybody. There's also things, um, um, so like collars do symbolize like ownership, right? And, and protection um, in some level. And in the, some events, you know, if you, if you were wearing a collar and you were um, at an event that's private with a person, um, say a master, I have been to events where it's actually inappropriate for you to address and or touch that collared slave until the master has given permission. So a lot of people don't know that. And I feel like that's not a common knowledge thing anymore for protocol. I mean, I can't help it. I am a high protocol type of girl. I've always been, the, as I learn this information, and if, there, if I'm saying anything and you know guys know something better or more, like, more advanced than what I know, please tell me. And I think that it's important for us to all share this information because I wonder how many people are actually going to see this callers episode and be like, well, fuck, I don't know a goddamn thing about callers. <laughs> And so there is some things called protection collar, protected protection collars, and where it's not as much responsibility, um, but it is worn as like a, uh, 
say you have a really close relationship with a certain particular dom, but he he does not own you. You know, you are not his slave or his submissive, but he cares about you greatly and he's close to you. No matter what that relationship is, whether it looks like friends, fucking, whatever it may be, um, or someone you play with, whatever, they can still put on a protective collar. And then nobody else can collar that person until that protection is let go because that protection then goes to the next person. There is other collars that I have seen that are very creative where I have seen a friend have a collar and then for each protective person that she had in her life because she had a lot, she would put a gem or a charm of some kind on this collar. And so she had an assortment of people because she was quite polyamorous and didn't want one singular dom. She wanted an assortment of doms and relationships. And so that's kind of how protection collars work. It's more like you're responsible for the human. So if she's, say if you're a protective person for a newbie, for example, you know, she should be going through you or he should be going through you um, in regards to new relationship, play situations, you know, questions, experience, kind of like a mentor, right? And and then also, you know, like if they have um, a situation occur, um, well, Dan writes, it's your, it's your responsibility to protect her um, or him, you know, whoever it may be. There is play callers. They do exist and they kind of are a little bit more fluffy and they can be situational. Um, some are mostly known for like the difference between play callers and day callers, for example. So there's two different meanings for play callers. Well, play callers could just mean you're a collared slave or or, or uh, submissive and you're using this huge you know d-ring um black you know covers half your neck collar and you would never wear that to your professional job however there's day collars so for me i wear a day collar 24 7 and never comes off my neck and it's just a little chain and most people looking at it would just think that's just a necklace but it's my collar and I do have evening collars when I go to events and stuff. I have a large assortment based on, <laughs> you know, what I'm wearing <laughs> and what, feel com- what feels comfortable that day. And those are more play collars. However, still, I'm collared. There is a discussion for those who particularly play or go to an event. Say I knew a person and they wanted to temporarily collar me for an evening out of either protection or out of um, kind of like an agreed scene role play of a slave master relationship without actually carrying out responsibility for a long-term relationship. Um, so that is to, could be considered and could be negotiated as long as everybody knew each side uh, of the slash. The things you need to know about the top you know, the responsibilities you have, if you're going to call her someone, what if they have feelings for you? What if they break down, you know, all that typical top shit that you're supposed to be responsible and aware of, um, you know, their medical and mental health, like everything, it is your responsibility. Um, and when you call her someone, there's actually quite a bit of an added intensity to that. And it, you know, because the second, like the second I feel collared, I'm in my place. You know, I would never brat. I would, in that moment, I would never do anything but find peacefulness and ownership. And I would like to feel owned. 
and to a degree of 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 love and endearment for my master for my for my dom and so I know, you know, like I know what's expected of me as a submissive, but it's important for everybody to know what collars mean and what they can make you feel like. And even communicating about that before you have this situational playtime, you know, or role play collars. And then, of course, there's the permanent collars and they're more... Um, they can never be taken off. I know some, I have some friends who have, you know, collars welded <laughs> on or, you know, there are more realistic ones that are, um, have a key. So like I have a collar that I can't, I don't have access to the key. If I wear it, that's it. It can't come off my body. I could get into a crazy accident, require some kind of, you know, MRI, but I could not do it because I don't have a key. <laughs> so, you know, like there's, there's, there is permanent collars and, um, this is also what would be signified as the next step, you know, or like from the promise ring, from the training caller, it was then your permanent caller. You've, you've gotten through this certain period of, um, I'm going to train you to be my slave. And then when you are appropriate as a slave, when you are trained and you know how to be my slave, then I will give you a permanent caller. And, so there is a huge variety of different types of discussions and feelings of ownership and slave and master dynamics that I could go into for a very long time. But just as a tidbit to the guy that sent me a fucking message on FetLife about how you're going to call her <laughs> a girl if you guys get in a relationship, let's just have a little bit more of a discussion about what you really want. And how about you just say things like, I would really like a collared slave or submissive one day. And not a guarantee that if you be getting a relationship with me, I'm going to buy you a collar. Like, cool. (laughs) How about I won't accept it? (laughs) Because are you worthy of being a dom, a master for me? Are you worthy enough of that gift? Yeah. Let's evaluate the situation there, buddy. Buddy old pal. Anyways, I had I had to give this information because you never know, and it inspires me sometimes when I see shit like that. And I'm like, you know what? This is a moment where I can teach. I can I can tell you the information that I have gathered and I have learned over the years, and I can give that to you guys. And that's the whole reason why I'm here. It's the whole reason why I built any of this. It's because we can do something great if we just fucking know its existence and the complexities of what kink really is. And it's so fucking cool when you know what it is and you both know what it is and you both know what it means and you both can communicate about it. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Anyways, much love. Hope you're all having a fucking fabulous day. Talk to you soon.